I have this somehow, this chip, I call it the survivor chip, that somehow I know for sure that whatever happens, the shittiest times in my life, I know that they will pass. And that helps me, that drives me, because I know that if I'm going to pass something difficult, then uh, I can make it into a cool story. Then I know that I can come stronger after that. What's up, self-healers? Welcome to another episode of Self-Healer Society. I'm your host, Christina Nicolai, and I'm here to share with you stories that remind you that you are your own healer, that everything you need to heal, to grow, to thrive in this life is within you. In this episode, we are speaking with Artis Feruni. She's one of the most talented, inspiring humans I've ever met in my life. She's like one of my baby sisters from another mister. And she just, when she has a goal, she tackles that goal. She goes above and beyond. This girl accomplishes things that before I met her, I didn't think were possible, you know? So she did this project when she turned 24 called project 24 she spent 365 days of gratitude of cold showers of changing her diet doing something she was proud of every single day not missing one day even if she felt sick or low she did it and she ended up decreasing her autoimmune disease that she was diagnosed with by 80 percent doing this she also won this scholarship or contest where she got to travel the world for six months as the storyteller it didn't end up working out because of covid but she won that and also came to new york because she won an uh, international emmy for a short film that she created she is fascinating so i can't wait for you to hear her story it's a good one so you know the deal, before we move forward, we're gonna pause, take a nice breath in through the nose, from the belly, and slowly, slowly exhale whatever BS you might be holding on to, and then let's meet our self-healer. Oh, I'm so happy to see your face right now. So Artes lived with me for, how long was it? Like a month, two months? Two I months. think like two. She became like my little sister. And like you see the videos that she makes and like how inspiring she is in the videos. And her Instagram doesn't even show like a quarter of what she's about. But I got to know her so much and she inspired me in those few months so much and we grew together so much and taught each other so much so i want you guys to learn about her too so first i want you to say one thing that you're really really grateful for in your life right now mm. well i'm grateful to have awesome friends like you that's something great to be grateful for i'm grateful for the opportunities i'm getting and i'm grateful to be able to work and to be healthy and happy that's a lot of things to be grateful for you asked for one but there you go there's never enough there's never enough so can you kind of explain a little background of your story what your life is like and what makes you you uh, straight with deep questions here okay okay um, well, so again, my name is Artis. Um, as my name suggests, I 
love art and creating is pretty much a great a great guess my mom made by picking this name with me. Um, I I'm a creative, so that means I love to to do anything that involves creating. I love to storytell in general. Um, so yeah, I I've done a lot of things in life. I used to be a professional uh, competitive dancer. <laughs> Uh, that was a big part of my life when I was young and then uh, somehow I went into business and marketing and then finally I found my one true love of storytelling and that has been a great roller coaster literally um, and yeah now here I am so how did you discover storytelling because you are honestly amazing at it she she edited a, a video for me too and all I had to tell her was what I envisioned just a little bit and she did it. Like I didn't even have to like really like push her. She, she knew what to do and it was so beautiful. So oh, tell us like, you, how you, you. Well, you know, I think I've always been very sure about one thing in life, which is following, you know, my passions. I never wanted to settle for like uh, a lifestyle doing something that I didn't want. And so my storytelling pretty much is very eclectic, I would say. It's a, a lot of different styles, whatever I feel. The project we did was something new, for example, a PSA, right? That was a fun experience we did together. And um, mine tends to be kind of on the inspirational somehow. I don't try to do it, but that's somehow how they end, like with a, a tad of inspiration a message in the ad, a call to action. Hi, my name is Artis, and I'm saying cough to my incurable disease. Happiness. How do you change your life around? I, I like the idea. Uh, one thing that has always been constant is the fact that I like to be truthful. I'm a big freak about honesty in my personality itself. I, I love to just even for myself to find, you know, like the deep truth. And, and I like to, to try my best to, to resonate that through my videos. So I, I really want every video that I do to be honest and to be sincere to who I am, to the messages that I convey. And that is something that I always want to do. And I think truth never fails. So this is why, why I really, it's a big part of me, who I am as a person, but also as my stories go to. I love it. Truth never fails. So can you talk about what it, what it was like when you did your first video compared to now? Because the reason that she stayed with me in New York was because she won an international Emmy for a video that she did on Peace. It's a huge deal. So if you can talk about like where you started and how you ended up here, because a lot of people don't see the journey. They just see the end destination or, or like this glitz and glamour that you see on social media but they don't see the the hardships that you went through to get to where you are now for sure for sure so like this is again i i try you know with honesty and everything to convey the the not so good parts but it's 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 only possible to some certain extent right because yeah. it's social media and we're not going to share all our hardship is just how it goes unfortunately and yeah, I mean, for me, in terms of my storytelling path journey, 
I've, it's been very lonely for a long while, you know, like it, it, it just was me in front of a laptop, in front of a cam camera for years, in front of, a, you know, a couple of hundred views on average, you know, and, and it can be a very lonely journey. It can be very discouraging, especially when you put so much effort. People see these tiny little videos there, but, you know, depending on the video, it can take me, you know, a week, it can take, it can take me a day, it can take me even a whole month to do a video. You know, and so there's a lot of a lot of aspect that goes to it, and of course a lot of hardships that I I did anticipate, but not for such a long period. You know, I've been doing this for seven years, and, and so there's been a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of downs. Let's just say that. But the good thing that kept me is that uh, that kept me motivated is that you know at the end of the day I'm a storyteller, right? So. Even a bad story, and actually sometimes the bad stories are the best stories because, you know, you can always surpass them. And so uh, sometimes when anything bad is happening to me on the way or when difficulties occur, I'm like, you know, this is going to be a good story someday. So uh, that kind of keeps me, keeps me motivated to have a, a good perspective in life too. And so, yeah, before I, I think like the past, the past year has really, um, uh, started the momentum that started going for me you know like i won the i emmy prize and after that i won uh some scholarship to travel around the world like uh, selected from tens of thousands of people as a storyteller and after that uh i've actually with the emmys by the support of the emmys i'm working and finished um directing and editing a short movie so uh, now I'm, I'm doing some other cool projects. Basically, it's, the momentum has started going, and I think it only happened because I persevered for so long. I, I, I put a lot of work. I didn't quit, most importantly, right? Um, and I focused for a long time on this one thing. And so I, I think that's the key to it all. But it definitely it, it wasn't as pretty. It wasn't as... It still isn't like sometimes, you know, I still I still have to to struggle to do the things that I do, but I've kind of accepted them as part of the process, which is the difference from now and um, before, as well as the opportunities, obviously. So did you always have that mindset of, OK, this is everything's going to be OK. This is going to be a good story one day. And this is something that's going to teach me because that's how I like to look at everything, everything teaches you something everything even the shitty times even the smallest things have something to teach you they have a message always so did you always have this mindset or did that change or did you pick that up somewhere i would say i would say of course you know at the end of the day we're product of our influences right like we're born in a certain place if we were born in let's say uh, a family of criminals probability is very likely we would have become some right and so I, I don't fully credit myself to this, but I credit, I credit myself for one thing, though, the fact that, you know, it is a journey. We are a product of our influences, but we do have choices at the end of the day, you know. It, it, at some stage, you become an adult and you see what is good, what is bad, and you choose. You know, you have a choice. And it's, it's a small percentage of who we are, truly, but it, is, it plays the, 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 like, the, the final role on who we become in life. And I think I've chosen always... Uh, the positive. I've chosen always the fighting mode, the is going to get over, you know, like whatever difficulty. I have this somehow, this chip, I call it the survivor chip, that somehow I know for sure that whatever happens, the shittiest times in my life, 
I know that they will pass. And that helps me. That drives me because I know that if I'm going to pass something difficult, then uh, I can make it into a cool story. Then I know that I can come stronger after that, you know? And so if you have that, and in, for me, I've had this confidence deep, deep down inside of me that whatever bad thing happens, I will overcome it. And um, also whatever I want in life, I can give it too. And sometimes, you know, there's rocky moments in life and you get questioned over and over and over by life. This is the nature of life. We are questioned. Nothing is given. So we are going to be tested in life. And I've kind of I've had a lot of challenges in the way, you know, whatever big goals I had, uh, I've had a lot of challenges and I've learned to live with them. I've learned to embrace them and I've learned to even let them fuel me. So when you think of people who are like in their low moments and they don't think like that, how do you think they can adopt a mindset like that or start to think more, changing their mindset basically, because you have a very growth oriented mindset. And I think that's why we got along so well. So how can you speak to that or those people? Okay, so basically, in a nutshell, this is the ultimate truth. <laughs> okay, I, I'm not nobody to tell you the ultimate truth, but what I can tell you is my truth. And my truth is that even on my rock bottom, I, I had this convincement. So first of all, you have to fully trust that things do get better, that, you know, you have to have that cheap. If you don't have it by birth, like put it yourself, <laughs> put that shit yourself, okay? So that is step number one, believing. Believing that this is possible, right? That anything you want, that overachieving all the negative, this is possible. Once you have that belief, then there's steps. You know, when I hit my rock bottom, it, it didn't, it, the, the chip was there, but it wasn't really obvious to me. I had to dig for it, you know? I had to search what were the solutions, what were the steps to get better, to get more belief, to get more confidence, to... Uh, so, so I think there's many tools and the first thing you have to do is just do your own research. I cannot give you one ultimate uh, recipe for, uh, for finding your, you know, for finding your group, for getting over these bad things, for getting that growth mindset. So you have to have the drive to find solutions. 100%. And luckily there's unlimited resources which sometimes can be you know it's a good and a bad thing of course it's more of a good thing because you know we can find what we want if we search but it's also sometimes overloaded you know the internet has so much information and you're like where do i even start so oh to that i would say to that i would say you like the first thing just start you know put it on on your notebook and write today i'm starting <laughs> getting better at whatever your goal is. It's as simple as that, making a decision. I really think the most powerful thing you can do is making the decision. And if you're truly, truly committed to the decision, if you want it bad enough, you're going to find the ways. I mean, we're here and you with this IG Live TV, you're giving solutions, right? You're giving answers. But before that, you know, everyone must know that it, they have to make that decision to get better, a full commitment. I'm not saying just like, yeah, so today is uh, year 2020, I'm going to be fit, I'm going to be this and that and that. Not that kind of resolution. I'm telling, I'm talking about a true, uh, song, like, set stone commitment. Like, there's no doubt in your mind that you're going to do that. So that's, that's the first step. Yes, I love it. I love it. That's, see, that's what helped me when I was at my rock bottom is I just committed 100% nothing was more important than me healing, than me researching, finding every way I could 
heal my anxiety, that I could heal my depression. There was no, nothing that could get in my way. Every single day I spent listening to podcasts, reading articles, finding healers, doing different healing work. Like it's really just committing to yourself. I would say though, I would add on that, that there is something to be said about, uh, about the fact that, you know, yes, it is a decision and it is a commitment that you take and, you know, you hope that you will keep it. It's not like uh, given, but you have, you have to realize that if you make the decision full-heartedly, then it will become easier to follow through. You know, every step that you make, it will mm -hmm. feel easier, but you have to have some kind of discipline, you know? Um, for me, this is what has helped me most because when I tell myself I'm doing something, most of the times I, I put through it. There's ways to help you with that too, you know, like uh, you can put it publicly. That's something I really like to do, put myself yeah. in a vulnerable state and Public put it to the world. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, we, we, are, we are social creatures, you know, we, we do care, unfortunately, sometimes about what people think. And I think it's, it's, it's good to use these weaknesses that we have in, in terms of like, right, for our own yeah. benefit. And this is a good example of that. And another thing to add on that is the fact that we don't have to wait for rock bottom. Unfortunately, most of the times we do. You know. right to have that crazy commitment like I can't take it anymore but we don't have to wait for rock bottom you know and we have to realize that we can get better like it, it, it doesn't have to get at the worst for you to want to get better if and to want it bad enough for you to take that commitment you have to realize that at some extent I feel like most people on earth settle right settle for a life that is is just not what they dreamed it's not what uh, what they they aim for themselves, right? So I would suggest that everybody searches what that thing is and you know confronts themselves so that they don't have to go to that rock bottom. I agree, and I think it's like listening to that voice inside that's saying you deserve better. There's more. There's more. There's more. I promise. There's more. Instead of listening to the voice that's like you're not going to amount to anything. This is it. This is your life. You know, there's nothing more to it. So absolutely. Um, can you speak to a little bit what your rock bottom was like and, and how you created Project 24? Because it's that, like people like you who, it's not just, oh, I'm gonna commit to myself and I'm gonna go to therapy and this and that, which is beautiful and amazing. It doesn't have to be like this grand epic thing like you do, but people like you fascinate me. And this is why I want people to hear your story. They don't have to do what you're doing, but they can do even half of it and they'll be that much happier. So if you can explain what your rock bottom yeah. was and then how you created Project <clears throat> Well, yeah. So I have a, I have a romantic uh, connection to epicness. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. I just like, <laughs> and actually you would tease That's me when we were living epic. together. Everything you would tease me. Epic. <laughs> and I'm pressure. like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I, I would say it all the time. I would annoy you with that. But uh, it's not about epic. You know, like epicness can be like right now I'm putting um, food for birds in, in my balcony. And I just think it's epic that, you know, I, I can witness birds being so close to me and, and kind of like long distance socializing uh, uh, with birds. I think that's epic, you know, so it's a question of perspective. But I would yeah. say that, you know, when I notice, I have, going back to what I said before with truth, I have this, like, I almost feel repelled when I'm not 
being honest to myself or when i i know the ultimate truth and i'm not being you know i'm not being true to that and so for me rock bottom you know like it, it like when i'm not myself when i'm feeling um depressed or weak or this or that it just it just feels so wrong in my body i know it doesn't belong that intrinsically right and so it just at some point for me it got too much you know and it just i was like who is this even this person you know i couldn't recognize myself and so that really drove me uh, i mean after a while it, it was like a low two years for me and and then i realized you know this is not really me and if i preach honesty and truth and this and that i cannot i cannot do this anymore so that was my push you know i i had some losses i had some heartbreaks i i had no friends i was broke i was like nowhere close to where i wanted to be in my career you know it was a, a proper rock bottom um in every aspect and i was not even healthy and so you know i was like at some stage i got to do something about it and what what helped me the tool that i chose the first very first tool before even project 24 was gratitude it literally changed me for a month a complete 360 switch and so what i decided to do was this gratitude project i don't know i have something with projects um and basically i would put in a jar every single hour i put in a jar something that i was grateful for and i did this for a month every single day i would make, take a post it and write i i put alarms in my clock and um because i i did some research and i was like i just got to start and gratitude popped in a lot of places and i'm like it makes sense let's try it and i'm like i i had enough intellectual uh, knowledge to know that if you do something in a more radical way in a more you know aggressive way let's say it can have a faster result too right and so i tried this uh approach and i did it every hour instead of writing three things in the morning and i focused on them every and i every hour you wrote down what you were grateful for and put it in yeah, a jar yeah in a post it not and i put it in on my gratitude jar i should even have it somewhere here and it was intense because it's like one hour passes yeah. real quick i realized that you know <laughs> and i was like oh my god it was very past one hour what am i grateful i just wrote it like 2 minutes ago and especially for me when i was in that state my mindset wasn't in a gratitude state right i would what's look it, at the negative i was i was looking at the negative i was focusing in the negative versus the positive it wasn't as natural to me to think of and this is the thing like right now i'm like i can find a million things to be grateful like i cannot even like it, it's it it shocks me that i was at that stage where it was hard for me to feel the gratitude and to find something that was grateful for but again it takes practice i forced myself i gave myself one month instead of one year right so it's important to make goals tangible for yourself don't go for epicness and uh, the at like best of the world results in in the short time that's just not realistic i mean you might do it uh but you have to start and to get yourself to start you have to make it easy for yourself right and so yeah i put this goal i i swear to you in one month i changed completely i opened up i i started to see things i initially changed me I believe it because you're training your brain you're like building that gratitude muscle every day you're flexing it several times a day every day and what you focus on grows inside your mind exactly and it's 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 truly a muscle like you say you know and after a while it's proved scientifically in like yeah. uh, an average of 3 months is it that you get a, a habit you form the habit 
for me, maybe I didn't form the habit right away, but one month was enough to change my perspective. It's all it took for me. And after that, you know, of course, there's ups and downs and and you should kind of adapt, you know, to 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 the fact that there's going to be a roller coaster. It's not going to be, you know, you did one month of, uh, you know, a lot of work on yourself and then everything changes. It's not like that. You have to anticipate challenges. But I, the switch was made in my mind and I, I, I was reminded of, you know, the difference uh, that it can make when you work on yourself, when you put, you know, the hours when you, when you invest on growth. And so after that, I, I had a few more, you know, bad episodes and I, I went back, I reverted back to, to the bad states and all of that. And I had, of course, external uh, challenges in life, which doesn't make any internal process and healing easier, right? Uh, but but that's the challenge that, you know, you should anticipate. And once you anticipate it, it becomes easier because you become mentally ready for it. Anyway, I, I did that. And eventually, I don't know, a lot of things happened. My health, uh, health got like really, really bad. And uh, I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm approaching 24. I was 23 at the time. I cannot just live this life anymore. It's just not what I envisioned for myself, you know? Like I was this kid with these huge dreams, want to become world champion, want to do this and all the epic stuff, right? And again, you don't have to have the epic goals, but you have to stay true to yourself. And this is yeah. what I wasn't being true to myself. You know, I wasn't doing anything epic. And not in terms of results, but in terms of the lifestyle. And mm -hmm. so I, I knew that I had to do something and to do something big. I kind of had the confidence because I did this one month gratitude challenge. You know, it gave me the confidence that in a short amount of time, you can switch things pretty radically if you invest on it. So I was like, okay, now I'm doing a year of that, you know, and within my 24th birthday, I am 26 now, time flies. Oh my God. Uh, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> right? It feels like you just turned 25 yesterday. No, I'm 26. Um, and it's okay. It's okay, everybody. You're as young as you feel. Um, <laughs> but I'm talking like I'm some grandma, and I'm like, I'm as young as you feel, you know? It's like, I'm 40, but I feel like 24. <laughs> no, but what I want to say is this, that I, I, I gave myself one year, and I said, I'm going to change my life around, quite literally, you know? And I don't want to settle for this shit. Pardon my language, but I don't want to settle for this anymore, you know? And and so in my mind, I knew that I had to do something radical, just like I did with gratitude for one month, but now it's one year and I had to go crazy, go as big as I could possibly could, right? Mm -hmm. And so I gave that a shot and it was hard, you know? The first the first months of it was, were actually very bad. I got, um, I got more sick than I anticipated, you know? And so I, that's when I got diagnosed with my autoimmune disease uh, with Hashimoto. Right and at the beginning of, of Project 24, you were diagnosed? Well, it was, no, around like midway, mid, mid of Project 24. Okay. And so what a lot of people don't know is that half year, the first half year of Project 24, uh, aka my 24th year, is that it was not great. You know, I was doing effort, but it was not going as great. I made a lot of money, but then uh, I lost all, all uh, my money and then my mother had an operation and then I got diagnosed and so many external things really stopping I had all these big 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 huge ambitions and they all failed you know I wasn't doing great 
and I was trying it, but it wasn't happening. And so what did it entail though? Like what was your, your aim with project 20? I know what your aim was with project 24 is to change your life. But did you right. do something like one thing every day or did you have several, like a whole list of things you wanted to accomplish? So the thing is, I wasn't as prepared, you know, uh, when I started it, which is probably why it didn't go as well as I wanted besides the external situations in my life. Um, in terms of my first half a year, I, I had these big, big goals, you know, and I wanted to make videos, which I didn't do nearly at all in the first half year because video has always been a main part of my life mm -hmm. um and i had all these different projects and none of them, them were working i had these ideas for videos but i had to take a job which was good it gave me money but then you know i lost the money and you know so many unanticipated things happened you know and i was like wow this is really a failure like what am i doing i'm giving it my all but i'm not succeeding at all and so I kind of had to kind of, because, uh, um, you know, I had put it to the public, you know, I'm doing this Project 24, but nobody really gives a shit. This is the, the unfortunate truth, and maybe it is okay, too. I knew that if I, if I didn't put, publish videos anymore for Project 24, and if I didn't, it's not going to be the end of the world, you know? Like, people are not really going to go crazy. Oh, my God, she didn't, because it's not that I had a huge audience. And so... I was like, I could also quit, you know, like, and, and, and it's okay. And, uh, and restart or put some new challenge or whatever. But then at some point, so I got diagnosed, I finally figured out what was wrong with me. And that kind of almost gave me motivation. Not almost, it actually gave me motivation when I got diagnosed. When you say um, what was wrong with me, what, what do you mean? Like what kind of symptoms were you dealing with that you had to check? everything everything i had extreme fatigue i had uh often even you know depression or feeling like very very negative uh which was to the point where it, it got quite quite persistent for a few years you know and like on and off and i was like you know is this just me not being positive and motivating or is there some other element to it which i now i think a big part of that was this too and um i i had very a lot of like stupid crumbs like i literally felt like a grandma i would wake up one day beautiful open my eyes beautiful day and then i had this cramp and for like two days i would walk like a grandma because like for un 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 particular like un unclear reasons so all these weird things and i couldn't figure out i wasn't feeling good in a lot of levels in terms of my health and so i was like checking everything checking everywhere and finally somebody suggested i make this test and I did and I figured out I had this autoimmune disease and I was like oh okay well that makes sense <laughs> and it turns out I think I probably have had it for like about 10 years and like not in a extreme level uh, this was kind of the pinnacle of it but still it had affected my life without me knowing you know like I've always had a lot of fatigue but I'm uh, sometimes a crazy driven person so I endure a lot you know and that's another thing that it's not great. Resilience. resilience is big. Yeah, but but actually in, in terms of health, it's not great. And, you know, as Albanians, we have this thing that unless we have something very bad, we don't get we checked, don't you know? Like, yeah. yeah. It's pride. Like, it's pride. It's like the idea that you can heal yourself. And to some extent, I'm okay with that because I was raised with, uh, you know, like 
herbal teas and uh, I, I never drank a pill, you know, like a drug when I was growing up. And I like that part about it, but I don't like the part that you don't check on yourself. You don't, you know, you have to let yourself to the extreme. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, anyway, finally I got what was wrong. And that changed me because I was like, okay, so it's not that I'm, I'm, I'm doing bad. It's just that, you know, there are some things that, that stop me. And of course, you know, it is, it is overwhelming. You hear that you're going to have this incurable disease for the rest of your life that you have to do checks and, and, you know, like, um, uh, needles every so often. And that, you know, your, your thyroid might fail you along the way. And that, uh, you know, you might need to take it out to an extreme stage and, you're going to always have trouble losing weight or the opposite, even if you exercise hard. And it made so much sense to me because I gained weight when I was about 15 to 16 and I was training about eight hours a day. You know, I was a professional dancer. This is when I started gaining weight and having some other issues. And I was like, wow, this doesn't make any sense. And over my life, I I had periods when I was working out like crazy person when I had my dance studio I was teaching like uh, uh, four Zumba classes which if anybody has taken the Zumba class knows how crazy it is especially as a teacher you're literally burning alive and um, I still wasn't losing weight so it made so much sense to me and I was like okay you know I've, I've actually worked better than I thought you know I've, I've exercised and I've pushed through you know even my my physical uh, limitations and I kind of grew some acceptance to it. And I was like, in the initial moment, it's like, no, that is too much. And this is unfair and whatnot. But it had always been unfair. Now I just got a, a title, a label to what that unfairness was. So I, I, I let myself, I, I gave myself about a day and a half to pity myself and, you know, like kind of uh, grieve this annoying thing. And then I was like, you know, excuse me, but like, fuck this (laughs) like this is just not going to stop me and kind of you know it I don't know why again it's one of those chips in my brain but like when stuff get very hard I get even more driven I'm like okay challenge accepted you know (laughs) I'm gonna prove you and this is how it's gonna go and I kind of like to prove the impossible or to prove that you know like this is just a limitation we are conditioned to have and so anyway I got that and I was at the stage, I was half midway with my Project 24, right? I I was nowhere close to the goals I had set and I just had got diagnosed and I'm like, bloody hell, what am I going to do now? I have to focus on my health, you know, this has to be my priority, but I have all these big goals, which eventually in the end, some of them I had to let go and it was okay. Uh, And so I realized, you know, that it doesn't have to be one, one thing or the other. The important here is to follow through something that you decided, right? We talked about that initial decision in the beginning of the live. This is exactly what I try to do, just to commit, you know? And maybe, maybe, just maybe, just committing would be, sorry, I I gave myself a goal to to just not quit, you know? And, and well, two days after uh, my, uh, my diagnosis, I made a tattoo uh, of, P24, which stands for Project 24. And I can't even, no, I won't show you, but it's, it's, it's in my feet. <laughs> I just want to show you my feet right now. It's in my ankle. <laughs> um, I was very committed to show you for a moment, then I was like, never mind. <laughs> um, 
But what happened is that I was thinking, okay, you know, again, at this, what is the boldest thing I can do to commit to this? And for me, always tattoo have been like this thing that I wanted to, but always felt scared because it's this mark that's always going to be there, uh, you know, forever in your body. It's like a big deal, right? And so I knew eventually I was going to make it in my life, but I knew it would take me ages to decide. It had to be something super meaningful, super thought through. And to my surprise, I would have never in a billion years thought that this would happen. To my surprise, I was like, I'm going to make it to two, you know, <laughs> about something that I'm halfway and I failed so far and I have ridiculously little amount of time to succeed at it, you know. And basically, I made this stupid little decision, which was a title that I gave to one of the years of my life. I made this stupid little decision and I gave it purpose and I gave it like the boldest challenge I could give to myself. I was like, okay, I have half a year. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to quit just because I got diagnosed or I'm limited. You know, I'm going to cure myself. I'm going to cure the incurable. I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to do videos. I'm going to do this and this and that. And I did, you know, and it was very scary, especially to put a tattoo, a permanent mark in your body for something that is very likely I would fail. Like, could you imagine having a tattoo of something that was absolutely a failure, like, you know, it, it's a lot, especially for me. And so, but I did it because I wanted to push myself, you know, and I wanted to give myself no option. And um, yeah, yeah, I think, I think it's just one of those things that you just decide in, in the spot, you're like, I'm not going to let anything stop me anymore. And you go for it. And I went for it and everything changed after that. Okay, there's like so much I, I want to respond to that, but I'm just gonna say you're amazing. And I want to say that even if you did fail, it's not a failure. It wouldn't have been a failure because you would have learned so much. Like I was saying earlier, there's a message in every fucking thing you deal with, everything you've ever gone through. There is something positive to take from it, always. Exactly. So what did the rest of that year look like after you made that commitment to yourself? What did you do to heal your Hashimoto's and to just live your epic life that you want to, that you wanted to live? Well, again, a lot of things to say to that, but the bottom line is I went for the epic, you know, like I was like, I'm going to go all out, like do. And, and again, this was kind of a challenge. The diagnose for me was like, okay, so you're telling me, I'm never going to be cured. I'm always going to have the symptoms and, you know, I'm going to fail Project 24 or whatever, like because of this and other limitations. I was like, no. So I just did everything possible. I dedicated a huge amount of time to health and to getting mentally and physically better. And I had like a crazy two hour morning routine. And I did that for even after the project, I would do cold showers and I brought... Uh, yeah that's intense girl yeah it was intense but i was psyched about it. it made me feel awesome and i had this purpose right and again very very important here i gave myself the purpose i had no purpose because people are like oh you know you had this cool thing for yourself and whatnot but i have nothing and i'm like i had you know like, do I have to go through it again? I had no friends. I had no money. I had nothing. You know, I was, I was at the rock button and I gave myself. This is something that any person who listens to this, any person in the world can do. You know, you can give yourself Thank the you. purpose. You can you. change Thank your you. life. Thank you. Right? 
because there's yes there's there's people have different varying degrees of limitations like you know there are people in the world who have way more limitations than we do but it's the ones that push through them like you did you had that limitation of hashimoto's and someone telling you like you're doomed basically you have you have nothing nothing you can do but you instead said no fuck that shit i'm gonna yeah. do whatever it takes to break through this i'm gonna do whatever it takes to prove you wrong and that's those are the people that i love to look up to because they break the mold they they create their own you follow your own truth yeah and I would say something as well to add on that, like, again, it's not just about the external limitations because I did have, uh, okay, oh, for sure. uh, of course I had a roof, a roof on top of my head and I had food, worst case scenario, you know, but other than that, all the other things were shit. And so sometimes the biggest limitations that people have is the perspective, lack of perspective, you know, and that is something very important to realize because once you realize that you also realize that you can switch perspective just like this yeah. if you really want to not just like this in terms of the habits and stuff they need work and they need discipline but in terms of perspective you can switch it just like this just mm -hmm. like what i did with my gratitude project yeah it took me one month and i was like a new person and i found myself again and so uh yeah basically i literally said fuck you i made a, a music video <laughs> not a music video but i made a video about it and i was like you know, fuck you, disease and all of this stuff. I don't care. I'm going to live my best life. And so I did that. I went crazy on health. I learned as much as I could. I had this crazy two-hour two morning routine. I would do cold showers. I started, like, I was that person that I would put my hand like this, and I was like, nope, nope, thank you, bye. Me too, like, me too. Right? I remember because you went through that now. thing. Six months six, of cold yeah. showers. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. And again, congrats. I'm really proud of you. And again, it's very important to say that habits can be built, but also can be lost. Like I have, haven't done cold showers lately and it's harder. You know, I'm starting again, but it's harder to get back on it. So consistency is important. Um, but yeah, basically I, I, I went crazy. I did cold showers initially with uh, 30 seconds and then for 25 minutes because I just wanted to see how far I could go and um that's a long shower uh, <laughs> and then i was like at some stage because i was raising the, the the minutes and uh every time more and then at some stage when i achieved 25 i was like this is stupid <laughs> like why am i staying 25 minutes in a cold shower like i have better things to do with my life and so yeah. that's where i stopped my my challenging uh, attitude about cold showers. But, you know, a lot of things. I would drink uh, um, six, 17 ounces of celery juice first thing in the morning, disgusting, but you get used to it. I would do meditation, uh, which I never really succeeded for a long amount of time. I would do uh, physical activity. I, would, I started, and very important to say, before projective, before, I started just with making my bed, you know? That was it. That's big. Just making my bed. And I did, yeah, I did that for a year and it gave me satisfaction, you know, and I was like, I started building one thing after the other, after the other, and then in Project 24, I tripled the efforts, but it helps. So it's again about what we talked, like starting, right? You start and, and that gives you satisfaction. Oh, I did something in the morning and, and you feel good about it. And then, 
and then you have confidence to continue and to grow even more because you want That's, that yes. dopamine. This is the yeah. thing. You don't have to do these big epic changes to to change your life. It's really small decisions every day, just little by little baby steps and you will see how your life changes over time. It's it's like building a house. It's brick by brick. Brick by brick. By brick and then you build this. Then then a year from now you see the the house that you built and you're like, "Wow. I did that just yeah. by doing something little every single day." Yeah, and you know that firsthand. I know you've went through a lot of these journeys uh yourself. Um but <laughs> it's like a whole like uh you should do like a bunch of lives just for that. Oh, man. <laughs> I know you're interviewing people now, but you should definitely share more of your story, I think too. Probably. Um do it. <laughs> Decide. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um yeah, I think Look, at the end of the day I did all this crazy stuff and I did videos and I got opportunities to work with uh people that that were some of the best in my in my in my world in video content creation you know? and um I just I just understood that you know you have to put in the effort and uh eventually I would say this that I did achieve a lot and I did change my life especially internally you know but even even externally but not as much as i wanted to which relates to what you just said about big things right um so i i had this big things i wanted to visit continents i wanted to uh i had all this unrealistic dreams but i had convinced in the beginning of project 24 i was like if i give it my all why not i can achieve even this crazy stuff and the funny thing about this is is this toward the end i was very unsatisfied because I was like I didn't achieve all these things that I set myself to, you know? And I had to learn to detach from my original goals, you know? And yeah. and to learn that wow, because you know, you you get too much attached in life sometimes we're like we set one goal and we feel like failures if we didn't achieve them. But what I realized is that sometimes because we're so attached to this thing and I had done it before in my life, we lose track of bigger things that we have achieved, you know? No. And I so I did so I started the cold shower challenge and I did it for I started I was like okay, I'm going to do it a month. And then Yeah. the quarantine happened and the the whole goal at the end of the month was to do a 3-minute ice bath. So then yeah. the quarantine happened. I was supposed to do it with someone then so I was like okay I'm going to keep going until quarantine is like kind of like slowing down then we'll do the ice bath so 3 months passed as doing cold showers then I was like okay now it's time 3 minute ice bath and then in my head I was like I kind of want to go 10 minutes though I want to go 10 minutes I'm going yeah. then I went in and I hit 7 and a half minutes and after that I was like, okay, so I I passed my original goal, but I was still mad at myself that I didn't get the 10 minutes. But I'm like, right. dude, you did seven and a half minutes your first ever ice bath. That was 40 degrees. It was freezing cold. And not only that, someone was moving the water, and once you move the water, it gets cold all over again. So, uh... I like in that moment be like, wow, I'm so proud of myself. Like without being like yeah but I should have done 10 minutes you know like you got to celebrate your wins you got to celebrate yeah. 
even if you don't hit that exact goal that you set for yourself, celebrate your wins. Yeah. Every, uh, and day. I, every day, exactly. And um, uh, somebody writes a new perspective, being detached from your goals once in a while. And that's exactly true. Like, we have to, once in a while, we have to remind ourselves. Like, can we actually, like, I'll, I'll do this myself. Like, put it in the calendar, like a reminder. Yeah. You I know? was thinking about this today. I want to start every night just being, like, writing down, like, a couple things that I'm proud of myself for that, for that day. Just so you can gain that confidence and just remember, like, how fucking amazing you are. Yeah. And there's two things to this as well. Like, so first, uh, you know, reminding yourself of, what you've achieved and gaining that new perspective and another helpful thing in terms of finding in terms of finding what is the truth you know and detaching what helps is a, a practical tool is questioning yourself questions are super super powerful yeah. um and like literally sitting maybe not every day because that would be too confusing <laughs> but maybe once a month or something sitting with yourself and be like is this really what i want to do you know like is this yep. like actually my goal or is it something that I did because of, you know, it's so important and it helps us not be attached with what we thought was the truth for us, you know, what we wanted, what we are doing. Because I think, and I'm, I'm going actually to make a video, so I'm going to spoil it here um, for you and the audience. But basically, the most important tool that I learned um, and maybe this was after Project 24, actually, is the fact that once the magic, the true magic happens, once you fully detach, so you give it your all, right? You put effort and you do pursue your goals, but then you let go. Letting go and detaching yeah. to what, that is the key. And I, I don't mean it just like when you understand it intellectually, I mean when you truly put it in practice. That's when my life started changing. And it Thank started you. changing yeah yeah 100 percent. because when you stress about the outcome you send out that vibration that energy and, and you yeah. attract more stressful situations but when you kind of like let go and trust at the same time as putting effort like 50 50 then 50 yeah. start to just fall into place it's magical like I, like it's one again one of those things we know so many things intellectually i've started my like conscious growth journey since when i was about 15 or let's say 16 17 years old like literally reading uh, proper great books about it and you know like truly investing on my growth experience and I, I realize that I know all these things intellectually. I know what I, I'm supposed to do when I'm feeling bad. I know what I'm, you know, but it's a completely different ball game when, when you put it into action. That's when you truly, truly know a, a concept and truly when you can apply it to your life. And so I realized I wasn't applying that fully, you know. And so what happened in chronological order is that I, I finished Project 24, right? And I realized, okay, I have actually achieved and my biggest progress was me realizing that I had changed my life finally and ironically enough you know because I didn't believe it until the very end I was like have I really changed my life no and it was that mental mental block in in, in my brain that was not allowing me to fully take all this in and this was until the very end very in mind you know 
like all this year I had passed and all these great things I had achieved and still I was like and I had achieved a lot like like you the, the video you shared about project 24 show a glimpse of it but I had done her and I had achieved so much and I reversed my disease up to 80% which is huge you know it's like close to zero and um, just in like half a year of effort and and I had a lot of other external things but it still wasn't enough and when I realized that this the problem I was like if I want to change my life this is what I have to change you know my my unsatisfaction with my my achievements and my goals and when things don't go my way yeah. and so I tried to do that and and I did I think up to 90 percent even after project 24 and then and then something something happened you know I, I I feel like project 24 was kind of my catalyzer to to life and to what not like the biggest achievement wasn't in project 24 it was because it's what sparked the after but it wasn't in it itself it what was going to come after that because it gave me it built my core it built my base my mental health my my physical health my out outlook in life you know and and to my surprise uh soon after because uh my biggest problem was that i hadn't achieved these external goals this was my biggest problem with with project 24 like i didn't feel as fulfilled because i didn't do those and finally enough after project like soon after a few months after um i i started to see bigger things that i even imagined like before and literally things that i had dreamt put in the vision board uh instead of one continent visiting one new continent i had only been in europe i visited three continents you know and it like soon after like half a year after project before i won the international emmys i won the scholarships i was hanging out with people that i looked up to you know i was doing all these external things that i had dreamt and put myself as goal while in project 24 and it seemed crazy because it's literally some of those things i had put like written or like put as as literal goals and they were happening after and i feel like that was kind of a very clear sign from the universe they were like okay now that you let go you get to have the reward you know like now that you accepted and that you are grateful for what you achieved, now I will give you what you wanted, <laughs> you know? That's right. I think and, it's, it's really important for you to write it down or to make a vision board so that you can look back and be like, exactly what I envisioned happened. And then you prove it to yourself. You're like, okay, it happened once. That means I can do this again. So I'm going to, this works. Exactly. So I'm going to do it again. So exactly. I would say also, um, again, start small write it down so that's one tool always is great to write it down or literally put visuals in a vision board there's different ways to do it but mem like memorize what what your goals are and then the second thing going back to the gratitude jar project that i did uh start small you know because what you just said if you start small and if you achieve something small but it could be literally a life-changing shift um then it will give you just that what you talked about the confidence to continue you know and everything builds after the other me making my yeah. bed for one year and no other morning routine for one year the or the only morning routine i did is make my bed as i walk up you know that's all but it gave me the confidence and then i did gratitude and gave me confidence that i can achieve again things that sound impossible and then 
still things start building and and it literally uh makes you more confident to pursue bigger and bigger and things that are closer to your goals it does you're proving to your brain that you can do more than you've been like limiting yourself like a fear comes in you're like you punch through that fear or you just like go through that fear and you do that one thing even if it's small like for me a small one i'll i'll talk about is like okay doing lives or like being in front of people like mm. a camera that was such a small thing to, to some people that would seem like a small thing for me it was huge because i'm such an introvert but like me just doing my first video in front of everyone that was like okay i proved to myself one thing that i can do that i'm scared of so what and i remember i remember like yeah. you, you were like being shy even about sharing stories and i was like you're such a natural, you know, like, you, you, like, why not share? And like, look at you now, like, you're completely natural. And yeah. at this, it's crazy. That's the thing, like, it just builds. And then my brain is like, okay, I can do that. What else can I do? So then you just keep trying different things. So the last question I want to ask you is, I ask everyone this, is if you could go back to your younger self, like when you were going through your rock bottom moments, what advice would you give her now or something a message you would give her mm, i mean if i knew what i know now just say like make that first decision you know and make it sooner <laughs> because it, it, it is as simple as well two things like because i think the main thing is just start you know as simple as it sounds just yeah. start that's and that starting will lead you to make that first decision and that decision might ultimately change your life you know even one simple decisions i mean little decisions throughout life can change our life if, if i'm talking to you right now i have not done something else and this will lead me to a new opportunity or whatever in life so uh i always believe that if you follow your gut you know and you make these little decisions consciously and you stay true to yourself you will go to where you're ultimately destined to go. And so I would say to my younger self just to, to start, you know, like to follow your gut and uh, do what you want to do, you know. But because for me, one of the biggest things is um, I find it hard sometimes and overwhelming to start. Just start, you know, start today, start now, take that decision and everything will, will, will go as it should after. There it is. And one thing i want to add to that is when you start like it can be overwhelming because you look at something as a big mountain but if you look at it as like little hills then mm. it's so much easier just like little steps at a time first have... step is all we need to do just the first step and then That's the other will follow much more easier absolutely all right we have one minute left and i just want to express gratitude to you i love you so much this was amazing you are so wise like way way beyond your years and i'm so grateful to know you and i'm I hope so grateful learn something here. I, look look i i want to express gratitude too can i express gratitude please, yeah. please? <laughs> <laughs> I, I look like the time we shared together was very interesting for me because we tend to have sometimes very similar personalities and we kind of uh, mirrored ourselves. So, sorry. It's going to shut off in 20 seconds. It's going to shut off. Okay, basically, basically, uh, I love you. We've grown together and I hope the audience has grown too. And thank you for everything. Stay I awesome, love you. everyone. See you at Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.